The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Spiritual Indirection. It's a lighthearted podcast about life's most important questions. I am one fuming Luddite Bible teacher, Christopher Seals. I am existentially in crisis, John Bennett, teacher, author. <laughs> and I'm quarantine-brained Pastor Wayne Randolph. Oh, Wayne. Well, I'm so oh, sad. Wayne. Well, if you are quarantined, at least... Maybe you've been quarantined from the horrible, shocking news. I mean, I, just when you think this world can't get any worse, um, it gets worse, you know? Amen. Yeah. Have, Wayne, have you heard the news? Well, I, I in, in full transparency, I, I saw the, the link that you text. And uh, yeah, dude, it was, a, it was a long day at work. And yeah. uh, so, 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 no, Chris, I haven't. Tell me the news, my friend. <laughs> Something well, about a burbuja, um, I think. Yeah, well, the, so this is from sciencenews.org. Um, this just dropped today, actually. Um, the headline reads, I, I think you'll understand why I'm upset. And, quote, everlasting bubble endured more than a year without popping. We're talking um, about the housing no. bubble, right? Nope, nope. We're talking about literal bubbles. And you know what? It's like I've always said, bubbles are meant to pop. Um, and so once we start getting bubbles into God territory and talking about everlasting bubble, mm-hmm. um, I, I do feel like we're just we're just playing God. Like, let's be real. Wait, are we talking about Ethereum? Because I think that bubble is popping right now. Bro, I, mean, I would comment on hey, that. Hey, I'm saving my confession for later and my mea culpa moment. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, let's just dang, dude. I thought we were doing like these little like left jabs and you not only like upper, like uppercut me. You also button hooked me. I'm sorry. And you, uh, and, <laughs> and you went below the belt, my friend. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you. Well, so Chris, what kind of bubble is this then? Is it like a bubble from like one of those um, children's things where you have like the mixture of soap and water and you blow the bubble? It, precisely. Um, scientists, um, with all of the problems in our world today, scientists have decided to um, dedicate their time and energy to solving a real problem, and that is um, the transience of bubbles. Um, and they thought, well, what happens if we can come up with a better bubble formula? And by adding some microscopic plastic particles and some, uh, I think it's glycol or glycerol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, glycerol. Um, they were able to figure out a way to have an unpoppable bubble. Um, this bubble lasted 400 and let me get my record straight. 465 days before it burst. Um, it was turning green before it popped. So that's how long this bubble Chris, um, stood around. We, we, can I give you three quick thoughts? <laughs> yes. Is that all right? Yes. Thought number one. Yes. Um, when you start something like, you know, scientists with all the problems going on, scientists, this is what they're spending their time on. I would like to know for for more context, are we talking like two scientists? That's thought number one. <laughs> um, thought number two um, Crazy. I wonder how long 
like I know you probably could tell me at the end of the story, like like how long it actually lasts. Like, did it pop at the end of the of the year, or did they pop it on their own? Um, no, at 465 days, and then it burst. They they theorized that it was actually the microbial growth that caused the bo- the popping of this bubble. Got it. Um, okay. And this is a this is a um, an international research project. Oh, um, perfect, because that, that, uh, that actually leads me to my third question, which is I think this would help like a refugee population that we could just have like bubble encampments. And if they last for about a year, well, that's a good transitionary like time. Well, if you're talking about the refugees that live in France, uh, because uh, physicist Michael Baudouin of Université de in France. Oh my! I just goodness. try not to pronounce all the all the words or all the letters when I speak French. Um, he's the he's the mastermind, I believe, behind this. Um, and so, I mean. I'm sure that they're going to continue to work on expanding the life cycle of a bubble and who knows what's next, dogs, cats, humans. Um, and then we'll push against that 120 year lifespan limit. And then bada bing, bada boom, humans are playing God. Jar Jar Bing cities. Yeah. I would like Lisa, for them to work Lisa on something Jar Jar else. Bubbles. Yeah. Well, Jar Jar bubbles, but I want them to figure out how to make sidewalk chalk last a little bit longer so that I'm not scraping my fingers when it gets down to the butt end of it. Ooh, so ouch. If, if they're already perfecting the bubbles, let's get to ch- sidewalk chalk. Yes. John, you know, my fear doesn't kick in until the bubbles become sentient. <laughs> uh, and maybe maybe this article dropping in my feed was actually a, um, I don't know, a harbinger of, of whatever you guys are talking about with Ethereum because I don't follow real news. Oh, my goodness. Um, Christopher Seals. Wayne. Chris, Christopher Seals and, and any listener. Wait, wait. Can we recap how proud oh, Wayne all was? Oh, kinds of proud. He... Dude, that it was like, it was like, <laughs> it tripled. No, it didn't triple. It went from nine something to like 2,500. Anyways, Ethereum is on an all-time low sale right now, friends. <laughs> It is on. But you got to buy the dip, right? That's what I'm saying. It's on sale. So if you're in it for the long it's on game, got to buy it. If you're in it for the long game, you're welcome. It's yeah. on sale. If you're in it for the short game, ooh, I hope you don't find out where I live. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is spiritual undirection. This is our bubble fan cast um, <laughs> where we talk all things bubble, housing bubble, Ethereum bubble, and uh, actual sentient uh, microbial bubbles. And Jigglypuff. Um, Oh, and Jigglypuff and Kirby, um, and what else? Bubbles, the Snorks. Uh, am, I, am I snoring my age? Pl- Never mind. Pop, pop bubbles. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Popables. We don't. Well, yeah, we don't. We don't call it soda. We call it pop. <laughs> pop bubbles. Yes, that's true. We um we pull all of your bubble related questions from online questioners and life experiences. Um, if you have a question about God or bubbles, you can tweet using the hashtag spiritual undirection. You can also send a, qu- a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. And so why don't we kick ourselves off with a Quora question? Yes. All right, let's do this. This Quora question um, was answered in 2019, but let's give it our best go. Hmm. Um. If God created the heavens and the earth, then why didn't he stop at heaven if that's the paradise? That's a really good question. Um, one, I feel like you always need the contrast. So if heaven is this beautiful, perfect place, you need Florida. 
<laughs> or New Jersey. Are you saying to, that Florida uh, is the yin to heaven's yang? Yeah, or Cleveland. One of ah, the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you need the you need the opposite to be able to appreciate heaven. And we yeah. needed to go through the Floridas and Clevelands of this world in order to appreciate heaven. Yeah. You know? That's that my makes theory. sense. Mm. That totally makes sense. Um, and speaking of Florida, like, have you have you been to Florida? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got alligators. Um, yep. That's one strike. Uh, we have banana spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have boa constrictors. A, we have boa constrictors. We have water moccasins uh, in Florida. I think the chikungunya got up there a little bit. I don't even know what that means. That's that's the. Bef- oh, what was the one before that? The the Zika w- before that, and then the chikungunya. That was the Caribbean. Uh, the Caribbean uh, crap that was going around from uh, from mosquitoes. Um, actually, chikungunya is a Creole dish, and you just insulted a whole swath of people, Wayne. <laughs> that's true. I, w- I felt hungry when you said it, and so that's why kind of had a feeling that we were treading on um, on thin ice there. You guys caught also me. Had red, you guys caught me. They've had red tides. They've had like that algae tide weird thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's also a lot of old people there. Yep, a ton of old which, people and high rates of STDs in those old people mm-hmm. communities. The, sh- the state is shaped like a I gun. Heard, uh, I heard that uh, Miami is becoming a tech spot. Oh, interesting. Yep. Oh, tech yeah. Miami is sinking into the ocean, essentially. Right. Hmm. It's also hot. And the, and hot. the cockroaches look like um, skateboards. Yeah. And, and I was Cleveland. And I got it. This is probably <laughs> there's probably this is probably like makes me like a Californian like racist or something. But. There's something weird about being in parts of Florida, like when you're at the ocean and you're at the beach and there's like beach culture and everybody has, oh, I shouldn't say, I should have said everybody. Gosh, darn it. The people, okay. Absolutes are perfectly acceptable. Totally. Yeah, Just, well, the people, as long the, as they're completely true. The people I remember from a younger age was um, like super country, like thick kind of accent. Like, like up in, uh, mm. what's up in the panhandle, you know? Hmm. Yeah, mm. that's weird. That was uh, really that was really strange, like uh, for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, and I don't think you're allowed to say the word anymore. Um, Republican? Mm. No, 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 no. The qu- one that Wayne said. Qu- All right, I won't do it. Oh, yeah. oh. I think we can't say it in Spanish either, Wayne. What if I? What if I just bleep out the word every time we say it in this podcast? Yeah, like when I wait went there. Wait, and I my heart, my heart is kind of sad. Really quick. Did I did I really potentially offend somebody? No, I just think it would be funny to have a mystery word bleeped out in our podcast that our listeners don't know what it is. Oh, then let's do then let's leave it and leave this leave this side banter going too. By all means. Okay, that's good. I love hey, it. Okay. I can say this, living in California, one thing has ruined the East Coast for me <laughs> is that the water in the ocean on the East Coast is so warm. Mm. Like almost concerningly warm. Like <laughs> Like pee pee warm? I feel like like pee pee warm, yeah. Like all the marine life pees on the east side of the ocean and then swims over to the west side and is just like, oh, we're good. We're bladders are emptied and mm-hmm. we're all good. Ready so, for a refreshing cool water swim. Did you did you like our oceans, John? Wait, say that again. Did did you like our oceans on this side? I did like your oceans. There there They're are a little bit too many rocks in some parts. But Yeah. Well, well, I, I grew up swimming in pools at 5 a.m. when it was super cold, so I'm used to it. I like it. Got it. Yeah. Were you training for the Olympics? I'm glad we answered the question. 
Yeah. Um, oh, nice. I, I at least I at least gave an effort. That's why, true. I haven't chimed in. Why didn't if he God, stop at heaven? If that's paradise, I, I think John. I think John answered. Without without yeah. without without heaven, there'd be no Florida. Mm, Touche. And Florida wouldn't realize that they needed heaven if there wasn't heaven. So yeah, they mm, would be walking around thinking they were in heaven. <laughs> yes, <laughs> those guys. Uh, I think I think Chris, maybe you and I can relate to God and Wayne too, because I think Wayne, mm-hmm. you're pretty creative too. Mm-hmm. I, I just I love thinking of God as like this Bob Rossian figure. Mm-hmm. It's like let's add a little happy little tree over here uh-huh. when he's creating stuff. Uh-huh. So God creating Earth is this beautiful like creative exercise. Mm. Can there and be a little bit of Mister Rogers in them too? Like I, they're kind of similar, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna add a happy little over here <laughs> dude you just got bleeped <laughs> yeah a little uh Uh-oh. a little bit of darkness it's okay it's okay to make a little <laughs> so i'm thinking so i'm thinking with this question with the, the heavens and the earth um i i kind of want to like think of like you know have you guys seen that bible project video where they talk about heaven and earth and mm-hmm. like these two like dimensions that overlap in the beginning. And if you haven't seen the Bible Project video, Heaven and Earth, it's like one of the first ones that they made. And it's delightful. It's still um, one of the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's super good. Um, but uh, on, on one side is like God's space. And on the other side is human space. Um, and the, the trippy thing about the Bible is I think that we, we think of these two separate realities. But the, the story of the Bible is actually that these two realities overlapped in the beginning. Um, and then they were driven apart. And then the story of the Bible is about putting those two realities back together. Um, and so I guess I would say to our Quora question ans- asker, asker, um, that perhaps they, they were just the same reality and heavens and earth. Doesn't that just mean universe in like the Hebrew world? Like, isn't that kind of the way of saying like all the stuff? Yeah. So if I can maybe use a more accessible metaphor, Chris, <laughs> is this like parking a trailer in a trailer park? And in that case, um, what would be the trailer? What would be the trailer park? Mm. And who would be the Yes. Um, <laughs> 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 well, the um, clearly the the earth would be the trailer, right? Because in a trailer, you can have like a really nice setup with like corduroy couches and um, Ooh, some good wide. family games like like Uno, and mm. I mean, if you're getting a little crazy, maybe Uno Spin or Uno Flip. Or Yahtzee. Um, or Yahtzee. Yes, Yahtzee. Mm. Um, but then at the same time, in a in a trailer, you could also have, you know, a little Breaking Bad situation with, uh, with blue mm. methamphetamine inside of it. So the trailer, it has some corruptibility, but the trailer park is always a pristine environment. Every trailer park I've been to. Beautiful. Just has been yeah, beautiful. Pristine. Yep. Basically Eden. And I guess if you can think about it, um, it's the trailer that moves away from the trailer park and that leaves the trailer park driving those realities apart from one another. And, and the trailer is not at home until it's back in that spot where it can drain its sewage. <laughs> Don't you go dumping your gray water over here, Fulio. Mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect metaphor. Thank you, Chris, for yes. elaborating on it. Well, you. Chris, you should make a YouTube uh, video uh, sermon of that and become a the hit pastor for 2022. Until I get kicked off the internet for using the word too much. 
Oh, um, yep, dude, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Touche. Uh, hey, since we're talking about Genesis, can I go into Exodus? Oh, with a I'd question? love it. That's awesome. This, that was the plan, right? Yep. It's a perfect segue. Um, this is from Reddit, since I'm the Reddit guy and you're the Quora guy. Um, this is from username Raging Hope. Before I get to the question, is raging hope like <laughs> reckless love? Where it's like, mm. oh, the overwhelming, never-ending raging. raging hope of God. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, anyway, so here's raging hope's question. <laughs> In Exodus, there's a story of Moses turning a staff into a serpent as a miracle for Pharaoh. Pharaoh's magician, however. Magicians, however, are able to mimic this miracle. Many say they did it through the help of Satan or some demon. The question for me is, does that mean Satan or demons can create life? Question mm. mark. Oh, that's kind yeah. of a cool gonna, cool uh, little spin on the question at the end there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to tap into my Luddite roots and say they um <laughs> they were probably technomancers. Um they were probably no, not technomancer. Necromancer. No, technomancer. A technomancer is like a necromancer, but it like animates and gives life to um, robotic and metallic parts. And so, so they're like they're like the druids, like so they can give life to non. Oh no, because they're organic. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's metallic. They were metallic snakes, um, I think. Oh, that's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're like kind of in a steampunk kind of thing. Yeah, and they were definitely steaming. Um, and then that's why that's why when Moses had to hold his staff up later, he needed help. Remember that story where he had like have to have Aaron hold up his arm um, when he was holding his staff up um, to win that battle because mm-hmm. it was it had eaten the metal snakes and so it, it grew incredibly heavy. Yeah. It was more of a, a hindrance than help. <clears throat> Not much of a health, healthy uh, or helpful walking stick. Yep. Nope. That would, yeah. Because you don't want an encumbrance. You want it to help you walk, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess that's question answered then. <laughs> Satan is a technomancer. T- Satan is a technomancer, and the the robot apocalypse is the actual battle of Armageddon. Awesome. Now, is this the kind of like iRobot scenario mm-hmm. or Terminator combination? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the four laws of um, Isaac Asimov are actually, like, if you spell the words out, it actually is the mark of the beast. It adds up to 666. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isaac, if you just draw out the A's, is six letters. Mm-hmm. And Asimov is six letters, so... <laughs> there it there is. There we go. Yep. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Technomancer. Um, yeah. Or do... No? No. Well, so... <laughs> But maybe a more serious answer, well, at least one that I read on the internets, which mm-hmm. never leads us astray. That's true. Is that um, maybe, and it's possible that during this time period, there were snake charmers. And oh. so in the, um, in the Bible, in this section, um, it says like, you know, Moses did the thing with his staff and then the Pharaoh went to his, you know, magicians or to his, the people around him said, Hey, can you replicate it? Mm-hmm. And so maybe they had time to train up some snakes to be able to go stiff. And then when they throw them down, the snake becomes magically oh. like that. So that was one possible hypothesis. 
And I, I wonder actually, how long a from, snake like, could go stiff, though. Yeah. Wait. Careful. I'm not going to make the joke. Careful. Right. I've turned over. I'm leaf. so proud of you, all boys school. You really yep. did it. You passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I got the um, response from um, like GodQuestions.org or whatever the uh-huh. Christian Questions um, website is. So yeah. it's got to be reputable. That's true. Um, well, I think the only issue trouble. I would think with that would be um, that afterwards Moses or the the magicians then say, like, we were able to copy, but we couldn't do the, the part where the Moses' snake eats ours. Whereas if they were real snakes, then they totally would be able to do the thing where the snake eats. Right? Because if it's just a snake... You know what I'm saying? Well, but they couldn't. That's not the part they had to replicate, right? They they replicated enough so that they they did the original thing, where the staff, quote unquote, staff turned into a snake, right? And then and then God was like, "You frauds!" Gobble 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 gobble. Or gobble, like gobble, maybe maybe they maybe they did have a little bit of power, but they just like produced some like garter snakes or something, and they're not really going up against the king cobra that Moses is oh. is screwing around with. Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe they were lesser. And we, we have and by a lesser, mutual I mean friend. nonviolent. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> we, 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 have a, um, we have a mutual friend who is a magician. Um, and when I talk to him about his magical arts of illusion and whatnot, um, Zach is who I am talking about. Oh, I'm very aware um, of the magician of whom you speak. Yeah. Um, but he talks about the extent to which a magician will go to pr- produce an illusion. And so you got to think like, if these guys are magicians, but they're like either dealing with demonic forces, which was like premise or I guess suggestion number one, um, or another suggestion would be that they're fraudulent and they know they're fraudulent. Then they have literally full-time jobs just working on being tricksters. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they like are really good illusionists, which is why Ooh, they couldn't like that option. M- make, make a real snake because they were like, dude, I was just doing a trick. <laughs> and, Chris? Then, yeah. and then his freaking snake ate my rod. Yeah. Good Maybe. job, Edit. Um, well, and I, I um, think we missed I, two other options. I think it's actually before. alien technology. Oh, sorry. There's three other options then. <laughs> yeah. Alien technology. Yes. Technomancers. Yeah. I, I, I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out that a lot of the stuff in the Bible can be explained by, by uh, aliens. Yeah. Um, and uh, Wayne, I don't know if you you caught that, but John's third option was. Would you like to say it again? Yeah. There it is. Thanks. Good. Um, oh, dude! I didn't even know we were allowed to say "fucks" now. No, we're we're bleeping it out every time we say it. Don't worry. Well, oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, dude. So I, I'm like really nervous when I go to talk to my wife later about. So I talk to my kids about. Like, like all this time, I thought it was okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We we just want to make sure we don't offend our base. So we no. will definitely do not go up. to spiritual undirection backslash. Um, i do try to make these urls every once in a while um like the last one i think i made that waffle house url didn't i did you oh my goodness is it is it when you have like 17 minutes of free time chris yeah and then i'm like well i could just add another page heaven forbid you actually rest my friend no that's illegal Um, i'll rest when i die wayne um (laughs) off off the air we were talking about a no. a show that you are watching that has to do with druids so maybe you could weigh in on this one this is a question from quora 
Um, and it, it's simple. And it just says, what is an earthbound spirit? That's all. That's the question. What is well, an earthbound spirit? Let me tell you what it's not. It's not a waterbound spirit. It's not a firebound mm. spirit, nor is it an mm. airbound spirit. But it is an mm. earthbound spirit. If you have to ask any other follow-up questions, hmm, shame on you. I think all spirits are earthbound because vodka is made from like potatoes. Mm, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Rum, rum is from sugarcane, which comes from the earth. Tequila is from the devil's um, sauce, and mm. I was hoping you were going to say the devil's armpit. That yeah. too. Yep. Yep. Um, Moonshine but- is made from. <laughs> That's right, made by for Uh And then, well, I think the only exception would be bourbon, because I'm pretty sure bourbon is made from angel feathers. That's uh, why it tastes so good. Oh. Yep. yep. Actually, Di Sirono, that's oh, the my stuff. goodness. Because I'm super fancy. Carlo Rossi? Yes. Pretentious. Carlo Rossi, oh, that's made from dumpster fires. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, what's an earthbound spirit? <laughs> Wait, I, I I know that you gave us the um the last Airbender answer, um, but is there like some? Oh, some that, manga? I feel like I feel like that is, I feel like a druid responds similarly. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Not not the Nickelodeon anime cartoon, um, but oh, I'm but, all know, about it, bro. Druids. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You don't got to backpedal. <laughs> is Jacob Marley an Earthbound spirit because oh. he did a bunch of bad stuff and now he's confined to the earth? Okay. Um, yeah, so like ghosts are ghosts, yeah. earthbound spirits. Yeah, ghosts who have unresolved um, crises. Okay. Yep. Now, are um, they bound to Earth, or are they like earthbound? Like, like when you're headed on the five southbound, you're going to the south. So maybe no it's like a spirit bound. that's like Chris? out in oh. Mars, and it's like, hey, I'm earthbound. Is the uh, is the Earth is is the earthbound in in seriousness? Now, is it related to the 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 nephilim the phelim i have no um, idea so i would so that that's like one thing my mind would go to is like those weird uh angel demons that were cast down and like they were cast down to earth and so that that would maybe i i would at least i would at least go down that rabbit hole for a little bit doing some research and uh mm. but also um there are i know that the within like Jewish, like, what would you call that? Like, it's not their spirituality. Like, like about like, is it demonology? Yeah. Um, that there are different. Yeah, there they had like different types of, um, like actually like land spirits and like land demons and like you have that scene um, with Jesus uh, and the the demon possessed man legion, and they talk about like going into you know we don't want to go here but you know put him into into the uh, into the sheep um that was a popular pigs and the pigs i'm sorry i said the sheep uh that was that's a that was a popular um section for a lot of my students to exegete Mm -hmm. anyway sorry yeah that was a popular thing for my students to exegete and it uh it always they'd always come up with something about like land demons and animal Mm. animal demons um and there seemed to be like some sort of like uh structure to it if you will like a hierarchy yeah, there's of like, it. When, when Jesus seems to talk about demons um, or spirits and stuff, it seems like he has a lot more information and like everybody else is clued into the information he's referring to. Um, but us 2000 years later are like, what's he even talking right. about? 
Like he, when he talks about the whole strongman thing, he's like, so when the demon gets cast out of a person, it goes into the arid places of the earth. And after it wanders around, it finds its friends and returns to the home. At, like he talks about it as if everyone's like, oh yeah, everyone's totally tracking with me. Cause we all know this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like us later, we're like, what do you, what do you, why does it go to the arid places? And why did it want to go into the pigs? And why did the pigs go into the water? And, um, but apparently there's like, why are there different classifications of demons? I'm sorry. I'm a little, I Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a little, uh, not paying attention. I keep staring at my computer because it's doing dumb things while we're recording. My apologies. That's okay. It's all right. Well, maybe because we've been talking about, um, technomancy. Um, and I know that the, like the robotic spirits are, you know, they're, they're pissed, bro. They're tuned in. To, yep, they're tuning into the way that we're revealing their secrets. But we're on to yeah. you. We're on to you, Technomancers. You know what? Your um, conversation just had me thinking. Hmm. Um, if demons go to arid places when they're cast out, and we're talking about earthbound spirits, as in like southbound or eastbound, mm-hmm. then maybe we're talking about a highway to hell. But there's a stop at Earth where you can say, I'm Earthbound. I'm not going all the way down to hell. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's like the 10, and you're going to Palm Springs, which would be hell because it's arid and just mm. no life there. And yeah, maybe it's just the angels stop, you know, halfway there. Well, the, it's kind of like a, like a yeah. modern day's uh, Dante's Inferno. I like, I like what you're doing there, but with California. And I was yeah. going to say, I was going to say, John, I feel like you're on to something, but they go to the arid places when they've been cast out. So maybe the hotbed is a humid place that is also on the 10, which we've already discussed today. And that's Florida. Thank you very much. Full circle. You guys, it also sounds like we're like describing like a, like a snake enclosure. Mm, That's true. And you know where there's a lot of snakes? Where there's, where there's demons? Florida. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's demons and there's. Mm Mm-hmm. My oh, goodness. I, that was a very thorough answer, guys. Good job, everyone. Kind of. That might have been How? the most thorough question we've answered. <laughs> I think we actually did a good job. So I think it's time for biblical, ksh, apocryphal, ksh, or Chris. Um, this wait, is. Wait. Users, last time this happened, Chris broke out <laughs> to <laughs> uncontrollable he fit lost of laughter. His poop. Guys. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm totally. I'm gonna keep it together this time, guys. I'm gonna keep he it together. He lost his stuff, not. John. Do you remember that, dude? Oh, that was my favorite moment okay. of this podcast. Okay, I'm so glad. Um, I hope I disappoint you because I'm gonna hold it together this time. Are you ready? Sure, says yep. you. Um, for those who for for those who haven't um, heard this segment before, um, what I'm going to do here is I'm either going to read an excerpt from our Christian Holy Bible. Um, or an excerpt from the Apocrypha or the Pseudepigrapha, which is like other works that didn't make the cut. Um, or I'm going to make up a text out of whole cloth. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Um, here is the first text. <laughs> this is really yes, hard. Yes, 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 hey, Chris, yes, yes, yes. hey, Chris, hey, Chris, deep breath, deep breath. I was going to try to start. I was going to try to start deep with breath. one. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. No, deep right. breaths. Those short ones are just going to make it uh, worse. That's true. We're not going to make it through three of these. We're not going to make it. <laughs> then in that day, there shall be a man of the tribe of Levi, whose name shall be Taxo, who having seven sons Chris. shall speak to them, exhorting them. Yep. Chris. Chris. I, Chris. I, I, 
Is Taxo I think the, you quoted this one last is Taxo, time. Is Taxo the metal bit that's on uh, jeans? I think so. <laughs> yes. Um, so, John, John um, you say it's Chris. Wayne, what's your answer? Um, the world according to Chris. Okay. Well, uh, you guys are both wrong. This is the Testament of Moses, verse 9. Uh, what do they call the little metal bit on somebody's jeans? I thought you were going with like a Levi's kind of play. Mm, no. It's, I'm going to look it I up. Thought, um, when I saw the name Taxo, I was like, that looks like something I would make up. I should definitely copy and paste this. Um, if, you know, when if, I'm perusing the Testament of Moses. Oh, lame. They're called rivets. If Moses, is, if the cool. Torah is attributed to Moses... Are they saying he really had time for some extra, like, some side work? Like, he's, like, moonlighting, writing his own? Uh, I think the premise of the Testament of I'm Moses is that this that is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like, the, well, it wasn't written by Moses. But the idea right, was that right. it was written when he was on, um, I think it's Mount Nebo, where he's, like, up overlooking the Promised Land. Like, that's where he goes and dies. Um, I think it's the final vision he has that's up there. Oh, and that's it's all cool. apocalyptic and it's crazy. And yeah. when was it probably written? Um, probably sometime um, after Nehemiah, but before Jesus. Awesome. That's cool. Thanks, Chris. I'm going to guess the 200s BC. You rock the Casbah. All right. Here's the next one. Zero, zero. And Jehoiada went into the tabernacle as was predicted and opened up the sheep whose barley <laughs> had, gone, <laughs> had gone bad the previous evening. Oh, Jehoiada. Can you say Jehoiada again one more time? Jehoiada. <laughs> now, is that Jehoiada or Jehoiada? It's, uh, I said what is I it, said. Is it Hebrew or Yiddish? Because I feel like... <laughs> Jehoiada. <laughs> Is it is it biblical apocryphal or Chris? Chris, yeah, that, that's Wayne. Chris. Okay, that one was Chris. You got me, got me. Okay, <laughs> well done Dang with it. the name. Um, all right, here's the next one. Um, For a nation is come up upon my land, strong and without number, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. The cheek teeth. The cheek teeth. That's what I said. Uh, Let's make them read it again, dude. Let's make them read it again. Yeah. Dare you? No, there's no rereads. There's no re- re- no rereads. Okay, I'm gonna say apocryphal. Okay, Wayne. <clears throat> Chris, I feel like maybe you you want to get another one of your own in. But it's cheek teeth. <laughs> Final answer. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the heck a cheek a cheek teeth cheek tooth is, bro. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Joel one six. Wow. From from our Bible, the Christian Bible. Um, I used I used the Jerusalem translation though, so yeah. Uh, this isn't no Eugene Peterson. Are, he probably wouldn't call him cheek you teeth. You are a rat thing. Can you imagine if you had teeth on the outside <laughs> of your cheeks? Mm-hmm. I can now. Yep. Thanks a lot. I can now. Yeah. Okay. It's all your fault. All right. Another one? Oh one more. Goodness. Um and the countenance of the dove 
was that of a man, and it looked sad, and saith, Come unto me, those who need to eat. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say Chris. Dude, co- COVID foggy brain is so real. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, heck, surprise me, Bible. <laughs> that, that was me. That, that was, was you. Yes. Uh, uh, the bit about eating. Yes. That, that's what sealed it for me. <laughs> the eating. Yep. What did he say about eating? All right. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I, come unto me. Those who need to eat or something like that. All right, one last one. This is, this is the for reals last one. <clears throat> and Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, prithee, at the word of the Lord today. Hmm. I'm going to say biblical. biblical. That is biblical. That is Second Chronicles 18.4. Good job, yes. everyone. Good job, yes, people. Queens. Uh, actually, we, we, had, one we got an answer right, right with, with the king, not, not the queens. Yep, yeah. Sorry. Well, well dude, that. that um, that one really revealed just just how much sleep I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is tired. Yes, tired. I'm tired. Um, John, you got another um, Reddit question for us? A preguntas, if you yeah. will. Yes, I do. John, do you get to do you get, right. to, do you get to practice from... your Spanish out there in the Midwest much? Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I go to um, Taco Bell. Right, right. Um, yeah. Um, no, I, I wish I could practice some more. Although there is a growing Hispanic population, so possibly right. in the yeah, future. Probably not a, lot, a whole lot of um, and, speaking Spanish. Oh, no. No, nope. Um, they'd be ordering some quesadillas, you know, that's yes. the kind of stuff you hear. Yeah, boy. Uh, all right. This is from the playa 99. Mm. Pl- or maybe it's the playa. Ooh. That's the beach. Yeah. yeah. The, the beach 99. Speaking of Spanish, maybe it's a German tourist in a Spanish speaking country saying da da playa. playa. <laughs> Oh wait, is da is is da <laughs> Russian or dang it? Da da only a slow witch. Yeah, it's Russian as well. Da, it's yeah. Russian. The where is the playa? Da. <laughs> In okay. my country, points beach me. goes to person. <laughs> Points me to the beach. There'll be polar bears on the beach. What's happening? Uh, I don't know. Uh, from anyway, so the playa, the playa, ninety nine. Do you think he, capital H, ever had to forgive himself for dedicating his life to the service of others? Instead of also getting married, having children like normal Christians or, or Jews at the time. I mean, he was a man as well as God. I'm sure Jesus must have had that as a part of his consciousness. What? Wait, but, but the conclusion is that like he, he had to ask himself for forgiveness? What was the... Yeah, do you think he ever had to forgive himself for dedicating his life to service of others instead of also getting married and having children? It was super selfish of him, uh, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yes, or uh, maybe he was like, maybe Jesus read a Brene Brown book and realized he had really bad boundaries. Mm. Um, oh, or maybe he, he was... maybe he read the Apostle Paul and said, you know what? It's really weak to get married. 
I'm going to be that's single. True. Mm, that's true. That's probably what. That's probably why he didn't get married. If we're going to be honest. But shouldn't he apologize for that though? I mean, Jesus is a catch. And if he, and, and if he, imagine his offspring. Yeah, I'm sure when he was up on the cross, I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Is sorry, ladies. <laughs> I am officially off the market. Officially, because I am now in a glorified body, which I know. I get it. Just kidding. I'm back on in three days. Makes it harder. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's a weird question. Um, uh I mean, does he forgive himself? Does he have to ask himself for for forgiveness, right? Yeah. And does Jesus have to say in Jesus' name when he's done praying? Or does he say, in my name? In my name I pray, do, amen. Do you think he says that, or is that actually too egotistical? <laughs> is there too uh, much hubris in that? I think any. I think maybe if you don't say in Jesus' name, maybe the assumption is that you are praying in your own name. No, but like, is it too much hubris for Jesus if he just says, in my name? In my name, amen. Because oh, it's, it's like, it's like doubling did, down. What if he did the Ricky Bobby and he said, to sweet baby Jesus? Dear sweet baby me. You really, you really guys are giving Jesus a lot of credit. Like he has those kind of memories. Mm. Well, memories and foresight because, you know, he has to experience Ricky Bobby. That's true. You no. Know, now, Ricky Bobby was a <laughs> So. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be the worst editing, editing project ever for Chris. This, this episode between, between, between the bleeps the, be, and my computer. The, and the technomancy, yes. Chris, I say oh, sorry in advance. I hear, I hear that there are some delicious treats that I might be able to bribe you with. Okay, good. Mm. Hopefully, it's made out of angel feathers. Uh, that's, I, that's what I said. That's a delicious treat to imbibe you with. Beautiful. Boone's Farm. <laughs> Strawberry Hill um, forever. Well, what I think. Is, are we done? Did the podcast end? Are we? Bro, I mean, we're talking about booze at this point, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it let's, probably will land this plane. Let's land. It. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Spiritual Undirection, our lighthearted, lighthearted, lighthearted podcast. It's lighthearted. Lighthearted. I got a number. You like apples? <laughs> um, lighthearted podcast about life's most important questions. Um, we do appreciate that you continue to listen to us. Um, week after week, um, and by week after week, I mean by week after by week, um, and that you, uh, those of you who leave reviews for us and send in questions and give us tips, or um, our our buddy Robert gave us a a fake question that I couldn't ask because it was too um, inappropriate for the air. Uh, but even just th- those of you who are out there talking to us about the podcast, we really appreciate you. So thank you for using your life's breath um, to consume this media that we produce. That's right. We like That's it. Right. A lot. Um, if you if you want to express um, that you like it and you haven't rated us or left a review on the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app, then we would love it if you could do that. Um, that helps other people find out about us and also helps us in the the iTunes charts. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, I'm Christopher Seals. Well, I'm always Christopher Seals, but <laughs> especially say. today, I'm I'm especially Christopher Seals today. And on this special day of today, I learned um, that we're not supposed to say Yep, mm. That's a good one. Uh, I am John Bennett, always, unfortunately. <laughs> and 
I learned that in the biblical times, there's a steampunk technomancer that was um, creating metallic snakes. And that's the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And I am Wayne Randolph. And I learned that Chris may or may not have written part of the Bible. (laughs) This has been Spiritual Undirection, reminding you that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin. Or Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks. Uh-huh.